you get into it and you're just like, yeah, I don't really want pancakes anymore. Mitch, well, the first pancake is always it. the first camp pancake you put down is always like that's the sacrificial pancake because that one's not going to get that nice brown edge on yeah. it. <laughs> and that one always like, you know, feed that one to the dog or whatever. Every pancake after that. But yeah, you're right. I can only go like maybe I'm definitely a short stack guy. I'm not going to Denny's or IHOP and getting like those like big, big ass stuffed pancakes or French yeah. toast. Like that's too heavy. It's too heavy. And the worst part about it is like, I could just get it and then make peace with the fact that I'm not going to get my $3 worth and not eat the whole thing but because <laughs> I'm a fat fucking slob. I will, I will shovel the whole thing in and then just be like, Oh man, I'm glad I did that and feel like shit for two days yeah. and hate pancakes. But I, and like, I could just stop, but I don't stop. And I don't know why. And I, but at the same time, yeah, it's like two pancakes deep is when I go, man, I should have got the waffle. You know what I, I've noticed too, and like this applies also, what you're saying also applies to uh, like ordering takeout food. I will be like super, super hungry when I'm looking at the, the options I have. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I eat like two or three bites of what I ordered, I'm like, this was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I hate, I hate the choices I've made today. And I, I probably Chinese. paid like 35 bucks for like, you know, a sandwich and an appetizer. Yeah, it's just it's all rice. <laughs> yeah. I got I because I got Chinese food the other day and I ate my my dumplings because they go first, they're the best thing in the world. Yeah. Then I ate my soup and then like my meal that was like a you know uh what was it? Sweet and sour chicken. I was like, I can't even touch this. Why did I do this? I could have gotten this for 12 bucks cheaper. You see, the pro move is you make yourself a plate, you put yeah. some of the appetizer on, some of your entree, and some of your side. Yeah. That way you have, you split it up into two meals pretty much. I think my favorite thing though is fresh, still hot fried dumplings from the, so I, the, the dumplings are going to go like, there's just, yeah, I know who I am and I'm not taking some of those out of the box and putting them on the plate. I'm eating them from the container in one fell soup before I even look at the rest of my Chinese food. <laughs> the whole reason I got Chinese food was as an excuse to get these dumplings. It was a dumpling Trojan horse. <laughs> dumpling Trojan horse that was entirely unnecessary. I could just get two orders of dumplings, but I won't do it. Yeah. But either way, this I, is hot property. The hot property season three baby well that that yeah. song denotes that you know this is the last season it's not yeah it's just the first i mean it might be one of us could die head. i was disappointed as soon as it came out i was like there's a better there's a better motivational yeah. song but final countdown took it any case that neural pathway is, is forged welcome to season three of hot property my name is stephen richards my name is dan scully and you can find us everywhere at Hot Property Pod. And because by everywhere, we're trying to be better about doing plugs up front. Yes. That's where you find us, guys. Tell your friends, like, subscribe. Honestly, if you hate this show, you can say whatever you want in the comments. But just do the five-star click and maybe someone yeah. else will like it. If you like uh, the show, tell your friends. If you hate the show, tell your enemies. Yeah. Yeah, but tell everybody and just click the five thing. It's no sweat off your back. I'm stealing this from Hunter at the at the Movie John Podcast Network. He said that, and I was like, "That's a really true thing." Help each other yeah. out. Hook hook me up. You're on you're on With your phone five. most of the day anyway. Yeah. Open up the app you never use and give us a rating and a review. Yeah. 
Nobody took me up on my offer last last Christmas. I was going to pay you $2 in Venmo for any review that you got or gave us. And nobody took me up on that. So you guys are missing out. And I yeah. that, that that offer will continue until we it gets out of hand. Hopefully it will that, get out of hand. <laughs> that offer is like sort of almost a form of extortion. There's got to be some sort of rule being okay. Broken well, there, what's you're the difference saying, between I will pay you for a good review? What's the difference between that and like a restaurant saying 10% off if you tag us on Instagram? Dude, if you ask me, no difference. But I feel like there's probably paperwork somewhere that that talks about that. And well, you know where you want to find that paperwork? That's why I said it. At Hot Property Pod Property on Instagram. Pod, Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. Uh, and, and honestly, follow us on Anchor. Let's turn this thing into like $3 profit. Let's yeah, I mean, I don't know what, I don't know even how to do that. Somebody told me they left us a review on Anchor. I, can't, I don't know how to find it. I'll look it up in the app. I may have yeah. left a review. I don't know. And also, um, but anyway, you can find me at Dan Scully on all of the things, and my website is scullyvision.com. There's, an, there's another upfront plug for you. Well, I mean, we usually say those to the end that we're no okay. No one, when everyone's tuned out, the, we usually let you, you wanted do your the show plugs. plugs up front. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just focus on that. I didn't mean to make it about me. I'm sorry. I just uh, got real excited and I had my plugs list open. So it was just like, it was time, dude. All right, we got to get we got to get to our stuff today because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We missed a week, you know. I mean, we missed a week. Know, we, we haven't. We talked. There's so much shit coming out. There's so much shit starting to come out. There's a lot of news going on. What do you want to start with? Afghanistan. Just kidding. I don't want to talk about Afghanistan at all. I just wanted to say that. That's been hot uh, property, guys. Thanks for listening. Like, <laughs> no, I don't. I got to be good. It's got to be live. It's got to be good. It's got to be live. Um, man, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. I went so. We took a vacation because I took a vacation. We went to the Poconos. And while I was in the Poconos, I went to the West End Fair. And I went to my very first demolition derby. Have you ever nice. been? Nice. I think when I was a kid, don't remember a look of it. Dude, positively insane. The drama is so thick because... There's so many things that, at stake. How they drive, whether their car is any good. And honestly... It was proven to me that night that what Dominic Toretto said was true. It the car doesn't matter. It's not what uh, what does he say? It's not the car. It's the it's the driver. Yeah, that was proven true because it's the it's, it's the one it's the one catchphrase he has where he's not talking about family. Yeah, he's not talking <laughs> about family. But I think there is a silent suggestion that like with this piece of advice, you accept the, the fact that when he's saying it's not the car, it's the driver, that the driver he's sort of suggesting here yeah. is a member of the family. So it is you've only family. you've only unlocked that tier of, of advice by being part of the family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like family adjacent shit, or it like might slip out when you're talking shit to an enemy who will soon become your friend due yeah. to mutual risk. Really honor amongst thieves is what it truly has proven to be become about. The but, the um, awkward thing is is that uh that's also been uh the the Dom Toretto Christmas card for like the past 10 <laughs> years, and everyone's like, Don, you gotta switch up that Christmas card, dude. We get it. He's like, Yeah, but I live my life a quarter mile at the time. It's it's still Christmas. Use that one, put that one in the card. <laughs> And then he comes out in the whitest white tank top. He's just glowing, even though he's doing action. Yep. Anyway, so the demolition derby, dude. So you understand they, they back into one another because the engine is in the front. You're trying to shut down every car. Yeah. And so it's these people just driving into one another in the mud. There's mud spraying everywhere. If a car catches entirely on fire, firemen run out into the mud, put out the fire. And if that car can still drive, 
it keeps on driving. Oh, anybody shit. catch up fire? It, it was insane, truly insane. And like, so there's multiple heats, and then the top three cars from each heat compete in this one final mind-boggling heat. And what's so crazy about it is that the winners from earlier in the wait, night, real quick, do they use do they use the same car that they won the heat with? That's exactly what I was getting into. The winners okay. from earlier Sorry. in the night typically use the same car, but it's like taped up and like just ganked together by whatever they can do. People who like want a more recent heat and didn't have time to do repairs have like a backup car, but it's like kind of mm. a little stinkier. You know, it's like it's like a B car, I guess. Yeah. It got down to the final match because usually there's enough cars there. When, like once you're out, you're an obstacle and the dudes just sit in their car and wait while while they're all smashing up. It got down to four cars and, you know, there's a great path for a lot of like Tokyo drifts and whatever you want to, whatever you want to do. And cars are crashing into one another. These last four cars lasted like probably like 40, 45 minutes. Damn. It was, and because they're numbered and spray painted and they all have their fucking kids names on it, Jalen and all, you know, all them. It's like little, little rivalries build up. But then oftentimes someone will be in a fucked situation and a rivalry will team up to just crash into them and, sh- and shut them down. But as soon as they're shut down, the rivalry's back on. And it, like, it was just so intense. And it got down to two drivers. Uh, in clear second place was a female driver. Uh, her car was like doing bad. And but man, she tore it out. And then uh, like the one driver who like had the most car left, he's like clearly about to win. And so she gets stuck in the mud. And he pulls out as if he's just going to shut her down. And it's like, it's been a long time. It's that moment. We know he's just going to end it. He pulls out into the dirt. And then instead of crashing into her, he just revs his engine as if to say, oh, if, you can get, if you can get out of that mud, let's fucking go. And so, boom, she starts working on it. And the car is like catching on fire, smoke everywhere. And she's like, and so finally it's clear she's not getting out of this mud thing. And she just like leans out the window and gives like a let's go motherfucker. And then he lined up and fucked that car up so hard by running into it. Oh, dude, it was it, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And all I could think is there is like a Rocky movie to be written in the world of regional demolition derby people. You know, there's a varsity blues yeah. in there. There's an eight mile where there's like honor. And I don't know. I'm gonna have to write it. That sounds so. Is it like uh, is it like wrestling but with cars? Is it that is that that amount of fanfare? There's a lot of fanfare. It's I mean it's it's at a it's at a it's at the West End Fair. So there's not like that many people, relatively. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of people. Like it was pretty packed, and people were passionate. But it was just so much fun. I don't. Know, it seemed like a good old fashioned good time, and and people are crashing in cars, and there's smoke in the air, and it's loud and crazy. It was just. I didn't think it would be like when I thought, we're, oh, we're going to a demolition derby. I had no idea it would be as fucking balls to the wall, knockdown, drag out fun as it was. It was yeah. like it, when it ended, I was like, you know what? I think that for the rest of my life, demolition derbies are going to become a regular part of it. I'm going. Where is there one around us? Could we go to one? I mean, I looked for anything local that night and didn't see anything. So I don't know. Ah. There's probably stuff. I well, guess, you know what that means. We're gonna start our own. Let's do it. But I'm thinking twisted metal rules. Yeah, where you die. With missiles and bullets and death. And there's warps. 
Yeah, that's my news for the week, man. Demolition Derby is fucking, it's the most metal-ass awesome thing you'll ever do. And it just also seems so, like, kind-hearted. Although when we were on our way out, apparently it was a two-night thing. The dude that was behind me, he was like, that was pretty good. But it wasn't as good as last night. There was two fights. One guy threw a helmet. It's like, oh, man, they fight. Oh, man. So, but I don't know. But it was just a real good show, and they put on a good like those last I two drivers were so impressive. And then they put on a show for us at the end. It was incredible. I didn't realize that they have southern accents in the Poconos. I just did that to stereotype because I am an ethnocentrist. <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, my my piece of news this week actually uh, surprisingly to tell you the truth. I, I actually did mostly hear that accent there. So yeah, I think I mean, there, is a, there is a little bit of a, of a, a hill people accent. That's probably offensive too. Oh, so man. it was awesome is all I'm trying to say. Like where Philadelphia is. And like, once you, like once you get past the Delco accent in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. it's pretty much all just Pennsylvania accents, except yeah. until you get to Pittsburgh and then it's the steel city accent. But also, too, like, I feel like there's just pockets, you know, like, because I, I grew up in South Jersey and there were people that lived in like Atco and Vineland that had shades of Southern accents, or at least not even Southern, just what I associate with the Southern stereotype. This is all a me problem. But like, yeah. I, I do hear it, you know, out of places. And I probably sound like a hoity toity piece of shit to them. We can all agree that people in the South suck. Yeah. And that I, I hate everybody that is below the Mason Dixon. It's just that I talk smart and they talk dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I talk smart. However, they got great barbecue. Awesome barbecue. Yeah. There's, I had good barbecue in South Philly. Mike's Barbecue. Look him up. Oh, I know Mike's. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know Mike himself, but I'm not familiar with his work. <laughs> Here's the thing. I know a lot of Mike's so much so that I'm not keeping track of what they're doing. So maybe I know Mike. Yeah. Well, this guy does barbecue. Yeah. And I just haven't put two and two together. Um, so my piece of news came as recently as two days ago, uh, oh, Sunday. Shit. Oh shit. Um, so there's a, there's a whole story behind this and it involves, um, beloved, uh, icon Kanye West. Uh, oh, I have not listened to Donda yet. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called Donda. Um, it I haven't been be... following the drama. So the drama was this, um, I, and the, the dates are going to be a little foggy here and the details are probably going to be wrong, but I'm going to tell you the best, <laughs> in the best right, way possible take what's me been going on. Yeah, take so me I there. think Connie would be proud. Connie would be proud of the misinformation I'm about to share about uh, this, this story. Um, uh, so, you know how Kanye is a, that was a good audition impression. You know how Kanye is like a, um, a unique artist. He's yeah, got a he's lot of a, quirks. <laughs> um, he's a he's a bit of a card. <laughs> so he's been working on the is. new album. Kanye West is a handful. Yes. Yeah. He's been working on the new album for a long time. He's not quite a time. stinker, but he's a handful. I would say that. Uh, yeah. A troublemaker. Yeah, he's a troublemaker. But he and is this, also this story. And actually, this this is genius. I think what he did is actually genius. What, so what he did was. <laughs> I actually do believe that Kanye West yeah. in his own way is a genius. And he when, might I, when I do crazy shit, but yeah, I'm on board. If I, if I can ever get to the story, uh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm you'll so excited see, to talk to you. 
you'll see what I mean because it is the dumbest thing, but it's the, it's the most intelligent thing I've ever seen happen. So he's been working on this album for a long time. Um, and he said he was going to release it August 9th or something like that, or early August, first week in August, he said this is going to release. Um, instead of releasing it, no, this is like I said, this is hazy the details. Yeah, instead of releasing it, he had a the first I can remember of its kind listening party where he sold out the Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Um, and instead of performing, so that's a football stadium, the entire football stadium, the entire stadium. Well, just like everybody else who doesn't know. Um, the entire area where the football field is was empty. Every seat was packed because COVID doesn't exist. And instead of performing, they played the album over the sound system while Kanye just like kind of walked around the football field area, danced a little bit, like would go to like the front row and like talk to people he invited personally. It was a very weird thing, but he sold out the fucking stadium. <laughs> To That's listen to his incredible. album. I would, After, if somebody said to me, there's a concert at the stadium and it's Kanye West, would you go? I'd be like, probably. But if they're like, yeah. but instead, he's just going to walk around and do weird Kanye shit while you listen to the album. I'd be like, oh, well then I'll definitely take it. To- yeah. <laughs> so then he tweets out that he is staying. He tweets out a room of like one of the locker rooms that he is staying at the stadium until the album is over. That's how dedicated he was to finishing the album for his fans. Now, again, this is like August, early August, first week of August. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like, I, hell or high water, August 15th, that's the release date. Don't that's at me or something date. like that. Uh, yeah, it is release date. Um, so everyone's like, cool, cool, cool. August, 8th, August 15th, great. Um, instead of releasing the album, he has a listening party in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium <laughs> and sells the entire thing out. Okay? Yeah. So, listening party. Again, same thing. He's walking around, just talking to people, dancing a little bit. He's wearing, like, a, a see-through oh, so that he can see through it, but he's, like, wearing a ski mask with no holes in it, but he can see through it. It's, like, really weird. I saw a picture of that. I know yeah. what you're talking about. So... The album doesn't release that night, as promised. Um, he says, all right, the new release date is August 20-something. Instead of releasing the album. <laughs> now, now, also, he, he, left, he left Atlanta, by the way. Now he's somewhere in, I think, the Northwest or the West Coast. He's, he's in, in another stadium. West. That's the only place he can he's be. He's at the Kanye West. He said Kanye West, young man. Um, he goes somewhere else to another stadium. Sells that shit out for another listening party instead of releasing the album. I love this man. He's insane. He's badly insane. Then he says, then he says, all right, September 3rd, guaranteed, album out, promise. So I'm like, all right, wait till September 3rd. So then this past Sunday morning, I'm like uh, getting ready to go have like a little Sunday fun day um, with my friends. And I look up at at spotify on my friend's feed and i see that somebody is listening to donda by kanye west <laughs> and i was like what the fuck so i look it well, up that's and they're four like, days in advance of the date that he claimed and I'm, yeah they're like yeah kanye just dropped it with no announcement like yeah that's, he just fucking that's put it calculated, out there yeah yeah this and is so brilliant. 
not only did he keep the entire world kind of like at his fingertips, he sold out three fucking stadiums so that people could listen to an unfinished version of an album. Was there was there like uh, like buzz coming out of those sessions? Like, did yeah. any writers show up? And yeah. was it positively received in terms of the album at that point? They said it was great. Even and like okay. people were like posting on Instagram and Twitter. They're like, "Yo, this is best album." Blah blah blah. This is like this is the Kanye we've been waiting for because his last two albums are kind of like, eh. Um, okay. And they're like, "This is what this like." Thank God he's taking his time. I love this. This was a great experience. Blah blah blah. Kim Kardashian was at two of them, so like that got a lot of buzz because they're like divorced. Yeah. And at yeah. one of them, she was wearing a wedding dress. Ooh. Oh, so shit. this guy, this guy is just like fucking. He's a masterful marketer. Yeah, it's and funny the is, things that I'm not plugged into because I can't. Yeah. Play, I missed. I missed 100 of this. All I heard was, "Oh, Donda's out." <laughs> That's all I knew. There and dude, there's a whole another story that I don't want to talk about because I don't know the details. But there's like this whole other beef with Drake. Get into it. With, I don't know it. I don't know the. I don't know like the real uh, story. I only heard it once. Um, but well, how do you understand other, it? There was this whole other beef with Drake and like Drake's crew and Kanye's crew were like texting each other like death threats and shit and like. <laughs> Drake was saying, like, Drake dropped a verse on somebody's track that was like, um, I don't need auto-tune to make an album or something like that. And because Drake is a great, like, battle rapper. Like, yeah. he'll, he'll like, like, if they were to go toe-to-toe in battle rapping, Drake's got his number. And I think... I mean, I've heard that Drake's real last name was Ever, and his first name is Greatest. Yeah, that's, that is true. And his middle name was Sprite, because yeah. that was a Sprite commercial. That's how I know that from the Sprite commercial. <laughs> no, I, I do think that, like, that absorbs. So I'm so there's a there's a whole other story that I'm not too keen on. But anyway, so I listened to the album on Sunday, and I have to play for you this first track because it is very, very, very stupid. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I gotta say I am um, I. I've listened to some Drake and some of it's good. And some of it I think is really, really bad, but there's something about Drake. I don't know what it is. He grosses me out. Yeah. He's Canadian. All right. Here's, here's the, um, <laughs> that here's was the, impolite and I don't think Canadians would like it. This is the first track from Donda. I'm only going to play okay. a little bit of it because it gets insufferable pretty quick. Okay. Donda, Donda, Donda. And it goes on for like that for 45 whole seconds. Yeah, I dude, honestly, that you kind of sold me because like every once in a while, I I there's certain like pieces of art that I like just because they're yeah. kind of impenetrable. And this doesn't necessarily sound impenetrable, but like I don't know, I, I'm into weird shit when when, when an artist tries to do something weird, even if it's just like a failure, I'm into it. And hearing yeah. that for 45 seconds before an album kicks in, like that, that excites me. I think I, like, that, I'm going to listen to this for sure. I, so I think that because of, so I did mention, you know, he's a marketing genius. He sold out three stadiums, but I think all of that hype and all of that positive energy that I was feeling from, you know, the people I saw on Instagram, on Twitter, the reviews that were coming in, uh, that might have overhyped it for me uh, because yeah. it, it fell flat on its face when I listened to it. Now, I only, I only, gave, it, I only gave it one listen to that. So I know that's not a fair assessment at the first listen to, but um, there's a couple of good 
tracks, but there's no like hits. And like, I'm missing, I'm missing the days of like, you know, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or a wash the throne yeah, yeah. or a college dropout. Like those are like the, the tentpole Kanye albums for me. And nothing since then has really hit the mark for me. And I, I was really, I was really upset that this, after all that bullshit, this, uh, this wasn't even close. Yeah. That's disappointing. I'm definitely yeah. going to give it a listen. I've, I've listened to his albums, but really like mostly once through, I kind of fell off after, uh, I guess it was around the watch the watch was it watch the throne? I think watch the throne because that's the one he did it. That was like a whole mashup album with Jay Z. Because I yeah I used to like listen to Kanye West and now yeah. I just like I give the new album a listen and move on. Um, yeah, that's disappointing. But I also just yeah. love that he's just like he is unabashedly fucking weird, and in a lot of ways it rocks, and in a lot of ways it sucks. But Kanye West is what Kanye West is, and he does what he does. And I'm not inclined to stop him as long as he doesn't hurt himself or somebody else in the process. Exactly, which I do think is a possibility. <laughs> if he can keep that abated, though, I think that Kanye West will be looked back on very favorably in almost every aspect of music. eternity i had a personal revelation because of kanye west and it was i I, it was during some time where he acted stupid or just said something dumb and i had like this really strong opinion about kanye west and his ego for like no fucking reason i don't know the guy you know like i had a really strong er, and i probably done this with a lot of people and then one day i was watching what was it it was one of the bob dylan documentaries and I'm loving on Bob Dylan because Bob Dylan's so cool. And then I, it occurred to me, I was like, Bob Dylan has said so much shit that yeah. is a million times more arrogant and uppity and stupid and crazy than Kanye West has ever even conceived. So I think I'm just being a racist. And I will always uh, thank Kanye West silently for uh, giving me that little learning moment. I don't, I don't think it's out of the realm of... Uh you know, possibility or reality to say that, you know, in a lot of ways, Kanye is our generation's Bob Dylan. Absolutely. I would, yeah. I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. But it was just not, not in every way. I was, certainly. Like, <laughs> I was like, Bob Dylan's a demonstrably worse person than Kanye West. As I was watching this, I was like, this is, he's, he's a very big dickhead. Why am I so hard on Kanye West and not Bob Dylan? So no, thank you for no. that, Kanye West. And I guess thank you, Bob Dylan, as well. Still a fan of both of you. I mean, looking, looking back, Bob Dylan was, is kind of like, goes hand in hand with thinking about, you know, being revolutionary, part of the, you know, part of the revolution of his time. Yeah. Is that, is that because we're looking back on it now, or do you think that was, you know, apparent in his time? When he I was think it was apparent huge. in his time. I know there was considerable pushback when he like went electric and the folk community turned against him, but I also don't have a personal understanding of what the folk community uh, represented at that point. But I know that history has shown that it was largely considered a very good move for Bob Dylan in that he yeah. did like something revolutionary. I think where Kanye West loses the thread of that a little bit is that he he professes to be a genius literally <laughs> you know like yeah. Bob Dylan, like he just says it literally and like whereas it's probably true to to a degree for you know both Dylan and Kanye they're, they're geniuses at certain things 
it takes a different flavor in the present day when the person is just saying, I am a, I am literally a genius. And so I think yeah. it'll take time for Kanye West's legacy to secure in the way that Bob Dylan's already has. Like Bob Dylan's legacy and legend secured much earlier in his life. I think we'll be old men, but I think that Kanye West will be looked back on correctly as one of the greats of his style of music. I agree. Also, Bob Dylan yeah. never wrote a song called I Am a God. So I think that there's yeah. a, you know, a little more humility in his career. And I think that, uh, that that lack of humility rubs people the wrong way when it comes to Kanye West. And also, if you look at what like Bob Dylan wins by like he, he beats his ratio by way of he has like a billion songs. So yeah. even if like 75 percent of those songs are garbage and it's just him when he's 20 being like just ranting and raving which there's a lot of and it's all released by sheer like if if 75 percent of it's bad that still leaves infinity billion songs because he's just put out so damn much (laughs) you know kanye west's uh, body of work is you know even with like mixtapes included is relatively small to I'd say it's pretty prolific, but it's uh, well. It's I mean, if, if he keeps releasing, size. if he keeps releasing albums like Donda, uh, he'll catch up pretty quickly. There are twenty-seven tracks on this album. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! That's insane. How long is it? Um, it is <laughs> long enough for a night at the stadium. An hour forty-eight. So it's it's pretty damn. You know, it's it's up there with the heftier heftier albums. That's substantial because like a lot of new albums that I've been seeing lately, like barely crack 30 minutes. Yeah. Which is wild. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, besides, I'll, I know actually I'm going to say it's officially 26 songs because that that song I played for you is not a song. Okay. It's just an <laughs> intro of somebody saying the name of the album over and over again until it's almost unlistenable. And then, but actually it does do a Maybe good thing. Maybe that's the point, man. It is because it does a good thing where like it brings you right to the edge of insanity and then breaks with a, the second song breaks it with a really good melody. So it's like, yeah, I understand what he's doing, but God, is it fucking grating on the ears? Yeah. Remember, uh, uh, <clears throat> runaway. Yeah. That starts with the, the piano. That's like, that doesn't, re- that doesn't, uh, what's the word that the sound of that doesn't resolve on a proper rhythm. It's hard to count into that song yeah. and figure out when the first drop comes because it doesn't actually follow like a mathematical musical logic. So like, I think he is one for purposefully trying to disorient you because when that song hits, even though it has a light hit, it like hits real nice. It starts with the, the downturn of the second note and then like three, three, three arcs of that and then hit, the drums come in and then you're like, finally, I feel comfortable. Like yeah. it, it, it like it really brings you. Uh, it, it's pretty much like uh, like audio edging. <laughs> yeah, well, it gives it that's a weird that song has like a weird air of paranoia to it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's where it comes from. But like even lyrically, it's like a little there's like a weird paranoia uh, to it. There's actually a really good uh, one of the punk punk goes whatever's. Uh, does uh, there's a cover of Runaway? <laughs> you know the you know the punk goes. Pop, I know, yeah. Punk, punk goes pop. Punk goes acoustic pop goes the goes, music fifty seven. Yeah. There's pop one. I think it's the, is it Bayside? No, it's not Bayside. Oh, what is it called? They they do a cover of Kanye West Runaway that is unbelievable. I think you sent that to me one night. I think honestly, I think it was a drunk text, but I really liked it. Yeah, it's so good. 
Um, I would love to see a pop goes whatever where like they go to bands. They're like, just do whatever, like, you know, sing whatever you want, but it's already have to be in existence. Like, like, you know, you got taken back Sunday uh, singing the entire book of war and peace or like <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Eat world sings a, uh, a Martha Stewart recipe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that would be amazing and that, that that suits because they're jimmy eat world they're food related yeah already. that's that's why i said that <laughs> oh nice that was the joke <laughs> uh good work good work uh, bravo bravo um speaking of food do you want to go to the snack cupboard or do you want to hear we go the, to the, snack cupboard. the plethora of food news we're i think i think food news today is gonna um I've got as many tabs open for food news that I usually do for stupid questions, so I didn't bother to get stupid questions today. So we'll do food and news. It's Silverstein on Silverstein. one of the Pump Goes Pop, and it's very, <laughs> very good. Silverstein sings Financial Crisis. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're silver. I got you. All right, what's, you. Your, what's in your snack cupboard? Okay, so um, one of the things that I wanted to... Uh, tell you about was something that jenna found in the poconos and brought back for i mean we were both in the poconos but there was a day where she went off to do some stuff and uh she came back with a candy bar i wish i had a picture of it ready but it was a fruity pebbles brand candy Ooh, bar yeah oh yeah um but it was it was just like white chocolate that tasted like cereal milk was the bulk of the bar because it was just like uh you know like uh like one of those cookies and cream bars yeah, yeah, yeah except instead of the crunchy cookies it was fruity pebbles and so the chocolate itself was like a cereal milk flavored chocolate and holy hell dude i put that motherfucker in the freezer and then i waited with bated breath until it was perfect and then i pulled that out and it was so good that I didn't finish it because I was like, I'm going to want the other half of this tomorrow and I'm going to be pissed if I ate it. And it took yeah. all of my willpower to put it back in the freezer and shut it. But I did it. And I'll tell you what, when I was hanging out at Six Flags, that guy was nice. Wait, so you don't even have it to show me on air? I'm, I'm getting it. No, I dude, it's gone. Um, oh, well, that's not really in your snack cupboard then. You've done snack cupboards. Move that on. That Next. weren't. Oh, come on. Okay, fine. I was going to send you a picture of it. Send me a bar. I could send you a bar of it. I like when you go on vacation because you always come back with good snacks while I'm just like looking at the grocery store and go pop to see, see what I can scrounge locally. Well, it's a uh, sometimes you just got to live life like, like it's an adventure. Oh, <sighs> oh my God. <laughs> so uh, one of the cool things about when we go to the Poconos every year is that Jenna's family always just brings a ton of snacks because her parents are like cool party people. And they brought a snack that nobody liked oh, but me. But have you had Frank's what? Red Hot flavored goldfish? Okay, so I hate goldfish, but I would try these. Okay, so here's the thing. I love goldfish. Um, I, I think goldfish are one of the better snacky snacks. And they're baked, not fried. So moms like them too. And uh, Frank's Red Hot is definitely just hot sauce flavored hot sauce. You know, like it's one of those like Tabasco where it's just your standard sauce. And in a world where we have hot ones and different sauce choices that I like to indulge in, uh, that sort of sauce, it's fun. You put it on your eggs or whatever, but it's like kind of not always my thing. So while this is really good and like the hot sauce flavor is nice, 
when I eat goldfish, I have to like physically hide them from myself or I'll eat the whole bag. I can't stop. I think goldfish mm. are like the best munchie. The red hot ones, after a couple handfuls, I was definitely ready to stop just because it had such a like chemical flavor. Not chemical, but like just a very, uh, just tasted like the sauce. And it was like, oh, I'm just yeah. eating sauce with texture. Um, you know, <laughs> it's not like crazy spicy or anything, but you know, they're definitely good, but I'm, I'm, it's probably a good thing that I can stop eating them. I think that might be it. Does, do the same people that make Ritz crackers make goldfish Nabisco? Uh, seems likely. Let's see. These are, no, I think Pepperidge by... Farm makes a, yeah, it's in the bag and it is correct. It is Pepperidge Farm. But it's interesting because I just saw for the first time in the grocery store and I didn't grab them when I had the chance because now they're sold out, but uh, red hot flavored Ritz crackers. Ooh, are they good? I didn't try them. I just said I oh, didn't get them. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I was I was pulling out my other piece of food news. I, swear I, I, was shot, I was I was in the grocery store last week and I was like, we don't have the podcast this week and I'll eat these before I even get to record. So I'm not going to bother with them. Yeah. 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 So check this out. This is another. All right. Okay. So. Uh, uh, you know, okay. I, I forget what the original posting was, but I'm going to send you a thing. What do you think Doritos Cool Ranch chips are called in Europe? I'm sorry? So, you know, in Pulp Fiction, the uh, uh, Big Mac or what is it? No, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. No, it's called a Royale with cheese because they use the metric system. Remember that yeah. conversation? So what is Cool Ranch called in Europe? I know what are this. Cool, what are Cool Ranch Doritos called in Europe? I just read about this too. It's something really strange. Yeah. Uh, it's like something like um, it has to do with like Americans or cowboys. Ding, ding, ding. It is Doritos Cool American. I just sent you yeah. a photo. Yeah. Cool American. Cool American. It got cool me American, cool American. A few These years are back, cool American. <laughs> it's just got like people rollerblading and like, yeah. Uh, uh, having a Capri Suns and other pouched beverages. And what I thought was cool about this uh, cool American is a few years back, I listened to uh, what's his name, Daniel Radcliffe on the Marin WTF podcast. Oh, the one and that's right next door. Yeah, yeah, right next door. Yeah. Our name, our sister podcast, WTF. You might have heard of it, and uh, it was a. Uh, he asked, he asked Daniel Radcliffe like what his perception of America was growing up. Or I don't know if he asked him that, but somehow it came up, and he was like, "Well, in in Europe, like it was just like America is cowboys, and cowboys are cool." And he's like, "So, oh, and this ties back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier." And he was like, "So the." the accent that everyone in America uses as a pejorative, like we did earlier, the hick accent, he was like, we always thought was like badass, like real fucking cool. Yeah. And so cool ranch, which is supposed to be evocative of a, a rancher of sorts, cool American totally tracks if uh, what Daniel Radcliffe is saying is true. And I'm inclined to believe him. He seems like a kid with a good head on his shoulders. You know what? I, I heard him on Conan Needs a Friend earlier this week, and he actually likes to go by Dan, which I think is weird because everyone knows, like, if you were Dan Radcliffe, you'd feel like, what? Who? Yeah, I'd be like, is that a newsman? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a newsman? Yeah, it does. I'm Dan Radcliffe, and this is your update on uh, Quidditch. Yeah, <laughs> this is the Quidditch <laughs> Hour with Dan Radcliffe. 
Um, Once again, he's going for the snitch. It seems they've figured out the strategy that if you get the snitch, you pretty much always win, and the rest of the game is irrelevant. (laughs) But given that, it seems that their strategy is working out as they've got the snitch. Did you have... Did you have these or did you just discover this as an, as an interesting piece of information? I just discovered this as okay. a thing on Reddit. You'll see. I would like love to see. I would love to, to see. Photo. Yeah, I do see it. I would love to see like what the flavor differences are because there's a lot of shit that we put in our junk food here that they can't put in the EU. Yeah. yeah. Um, so probably it probably good. tastes different. Yeah. Right, I, got, some... I got two snacks. I got... Okay. Go for it. All right. I got two snacks I'm really excited about. Um, all right one, all right i want to I do this one first because it's getting uh warm as it sits on my desk um oh shit so i see ads for this all the time have you heard of the brand uh ugly sparkling like water the... oh i i think i've had ugly sparkling water i've had ugly their energy sparkling drink, water yeah it tastes like mountain dew I've had an ugly energy drink that was like, it was just sparkling water, but it was an energy drink and it was dangerous. I was like panic attacking. It was awesome. That's crazy. I got to try that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's ugly is a brand that makes sparkling water that uh, they, they have a line of sodas like cherry soda, Mountain Dew, et cetera, that are supposed to taste like their counterparts, but okay. with zero, zero calories and zero sugar. Ooh. How is that possible? The miracle of science. Now today, uh, I today I got. Let's see, because I feel like stevia is the one that's used for sodas nope. most successfully. It just says sparkling water and natural flavor. Right on. So I have something that I've always wanted to try since I saw these ads, and that is Ugly Sparkling Water Doctor Ugly brand. Is this Doctor Pepper? Nice, Doctor Ugly Drugly. So I can I can I can attest that this is a clear beverage that I just opened. Okay. And it's supposed to taste like Dr. Pepper. It smells like Dr. Pepper, but not exactly like Dr. Pepper. Let's give it a taste. Dr. Pepper has to have that cream aspect. And as we discovered in previous episodes, it doesn't always match in a seltzer situation. Okay, so it's definitely sparkling water. Yeah, so (laughs) it doesn't taste like the soda one-to-one. It does this weird thing where it tastes like the soda for like a split second. It's almost it's like the um, the fruit stripes of of sparkling water. Okay. The flavor yeah. lasts for literally a, a millisecond, and then it turns into sparkling water again. Does that millisecond diminish as you drink more of it? Yes. Okay. And, That's disappointing. And but it does still have that Dr. Pe- it lingers like pop? Dr. Pepper aftertaste a little bit. Okay. How does, does that the cream, sense? the cream to seltzer? Because like Dr. Pepper is sort of it's, a cream. It's all soda. seltzer. It's all it's seltzer. All seltzer. It does, yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. You know though, yeah. the the special flavor like Lay's potato chips that we always try out that are like biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Their flavors are like that too, where the first couple you go, oh cool. And then they just start to taste like potato chips after a while. Yeah, I feel like all the primary flavors, like your limes and your, you know, your raspberries and things like that. That's like that airs on the side of cautious science. But when we start doing novelty flavors, doing Dr. Uglies and and, you know, more advanced stuff like that, I feel like we might be flying too close to the sun. So um, we're 
dear listener, we're going to start a new thing here. I forgot. We forgot to do this for yours. We'll go back and do it. Okay. Where we're going to start ranking or rating our snacks out of 10. Mm-hmm. Now, for each one, we're going to have to do a case-by-case based on what that rating at would actually mean. For this instance, I'm going to say that, you know, the Dr. Ugly, um, if you were trying to become a substitute for Dr. Pepper with zero calories, I'm going to give it about a six. Okay, that's cool. That's that. All, that's kind of all you can reasonably expect from such a product, yeah. I think. That's what I mean. Like, that's, that's as close as you can go without, without doing something that breaches the contract of what you're trying to do. What would you rank those red hot goldfish? The red hot and goldfish. Why? I think the red hot goldfish are, uh, they're inferior to the regular goldfish, but I think most spinoffs are. So that's, you know, I, I think as far as like spinoff snacks of a regular snack go, I, I think this is a fair six because it's good, but it might be a mean thing. You know, I, I, I'm not as, big on red hot as everyone seems to be um i don't think it's bad it's just it's like a non-sauce and what about the fruity pebbles candy bar i'm gonna guess it's a nine or a ten because you you you're still actively drooling about it (laughs) i came in hot um i think yeah i think that that one is like i'm gonna it's gonna say eight and a half we're not we can't do halves that's ridiculous let's just round it up that's that was a nine. I mean, like, now you know what? Let's make that an eight because eight. it could it could have used more fruity pebbles. Got it. That's a very. Could I feel had, like that's a very. I'm not going to tell you how to rate, to rate something, but I feel yeah. like that's a very minuscule thing to say. You lose an entire point from, but that's your rating, and I'm not going to. I'm well, not going to poo poo on it. I'm not there for the white chocolate that tastes like milk. I'm there for the fruity pebbles that are yeah. suspended in this. And I just think if the chocolate to ra- uh, chocolate to, to pebble ratio was a little more favorable in the pebble direction, yeah. we could have gotten up to a nine. I'm saving my 10 for like fettuccine Alfredo shit, you know? <laughs> this right, is my, candy uh, at the end of the day. I don't even really like candy. We got to plow through my second snack here because I want to get to this food news that we only, we only have a little bit of time left. But I have right. another Pepperidge Farm snack. Okay, is that a Milano? It is a Milano. Do you want to guess what the flavor is? Um, is that a mint chocolate Milano? No, I, you can't really tell what the color is because my, my screen is a little bit off. I mean, it looks brown. So is that just like a... Because I've had the mint chocolate. Oh, I see some like orange there or some pink. Some orange. It is orange. Is this like an orange cream Milano? Nope. <laughs> Your face really enjoyed that. Was that like peanut butter and jelly? It's the very first bite of pumpkin spice I've had this season. Why did I not associate orange yeah. with pumpkin spice? I'm like, well, if it's not orange, it's technically still August. Orange? So um, yeah. by the time the listeners hear this, it will be deep into the fall of September 2nd. But pumpkin spice Milanos. Um, I've already had a few of these, so I'm gonna put these away actually. I didn't bring the whole bag out here because I will do like you're doing right now and shove it all in my face. Um, Milanos are good Um, and like the image of the Milano is that of health food in my mind even though it doesn't say it's health food I'm always like oh they're so light and airy I can have all the I can have the whole bag and a little of this other bag yeah Yeah. and a little of this other bag (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, so the pumpkin flavor is really subtle which I like in these pumpkin 
uh, items because they can be aggro. You know, uh, boy, have I had some fucking pumpkins just fucking squirt all over my mouth, and I'm like, I don't like this at all. And uh, the, the, so the subtleness is good. The chocolate and the pumpkin, I don't think, is a very good combination. <laughs> <laughs> more like a more like a blumpkin, Milano. But luckily, Milano cookies, like you always know what you're going to get if it's mixed with yeah. chocolate. You know the taste of the chocolate. You know the aeration of the cookie. It's also, it's like a classic. It's a staple of, you know, American snack culture. And so for that, that I'm going to, to give it, the, it. The aeration of the cookie. That is the, that's yeah. the way to say it. Yeah. Uh, for that reason, I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Out of 10. That sounds about right. Um, all right. So wow. we're going okay, to so have to rank the Pocky One Chip Challenge next week. I know. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm probably going to give it a two, maybe less. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember from last year, the texture of the chip was really gnarly. I got to come up the, with something better this year, though, in regards to that morning poop, because that sucked. So let's just make this announcement now. Next week, we will be doing the 2021 Pocky One Chip Challenge with fan favorite Dr. Scientist. Um, so... Get ready. We're going to put our bodies on the line for your entertainment. Um, all right. We've got a, only a little bit of time left. I want to plow through these food news items. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the headline and you tell me if you care enough about it that you want to go into detail about it. I care about all of it. All right. Wendy's introduces new big bacon cheddar chicken sandwich. Sounds awesome. I'm into it. Let's, yeah, that sounds incredible. Is there anything special about this sandwich that I should know before giving it approval based on its name? Holy shit. Um, that is a big bacon cheddar chicken sandwich. So uh, it's about available in three varieties, as these are wants to do. Original, spicy, and grilled. It's a juicy, lightly breaded chicken breast covered in creamy cheddar cheese and bacon jam topped with applewood smoked bacon, crispy onions, a slice of American cheese, all in a pillow soft new toasted cheddar bun. Sounds good to me. I'll take one. And so you can see, so if you if you've ever seen in like Dunkin' Donuts or Manhattan Bagel where they have like the Asiago bagel, yeah, with the, that's that essentially what we're on looking it. on where the cheese is like crusted on top of the bun. So that looks good. A lot of bacon stuff in there. Um, a lot of yeah. a lot of brown. Looking at a lot of brown stuff on a bun. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of a brown sandwich, but uh yeah. if uh, back against the wall, I try it, but I, I'm never really at Wendy's. So I'll tell you who's gonna news. like. I'll tell you who's going to like this sandwich before we move on. Uh, hungover Stephen. I'll tell you who's yeah. going to hate who's going to hate this sandwich. Um, Stephen after he eats this. <laughs> yeah. Although I got to say, of all the fast foods, Wendy's is like usually on the more legit end of things. Typically, you know, depending on which one you're at. But yeah, Wendy's is I typically. So I'd try it, but that picture doesn't do it any favors. Um. All right. This next one. Uh, Insomnia Cookies is releasing breakfast inspired cookies okay that sounds incredible and there's the cafe near me yep they are cereal and milk cookie which is uh and they made with fruity pepper cereal so you're gonna like that one Hi! uh fruity pebble cereal marshmallows and white chocolate chips and a brown butter cookie yeah hell yeah i probably dude. do i can probably do have the marshmallows but i get it um yeah but i'll, I'll take it cinnamon bun Creamy yep. cinnamon chips and cinnamon swirled with cream cheese drops. Dude, cinnamon it, chips. Cinnamon yeah. chips. Say that. It's, it says as sweet as it sounds. Cinnamon chips. Here's where it gets dicey. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is it like bacon cheddar Western omelet cookie? You're not 
too far off. You're in the right <laughs> ballpark. It is everything bagel. I am actually um, very into that. There's room poppy for seeds, salt and sweet. Poppy seeds and onion in the form of a cookie. I'm definitely going to try it. No doubt. Um, yeah, that. so insomnia cookies uh, really kind of uh, upping the cookie game here, which I'm really excited about. All right, next. Um, I got to say, this might out Pizza the Hut a little bit. I don't think Pizza Hut's ever come up with this idea. Is our high crimes? Let's hear it. Little Caesars bakes up new bacon cruncher pizza in Canada. Whoa. This is a pizza with on the, cr- we've had garlic crust. We've had cheese stuffed crust. We've had pepperoni stuffed crust. No one's ever encrusted the edge of a pizza with bacon bits in my, in my recollection. That's pretty interesting. Cause and later when you're dipping that crust in some ranch, that's probably yep. pretty nice. And oh, so baby. this is a very, a simple solution to kind of about pizza in the hut. Very important question. This seems to be testing in Canada. Are we yeah. to expect that this is not bacon, but Canadian bacon, and therefore this is a ham-crusted? No, it says, it says toasted cheeses, bacon, and crunchy panko bread cups. Bread but here's crumbs. the thing. If this is an article that was that's, was something marketed towards Canada, it stands to reason that if no, they just say they, bacon, they mean Canadian bacon. They still call bake, uh, ham Canadian bacon in Canada. Can you confirm that? Because I can't. Yes, I, I did. Because I, I went to Montreal one time and ordered a Domino's pizza and fell asleep. And um, the person I was with came back into the Airbnb at like 2 a.m. while the delivery man was knocking on the door very loudly. And I was asleep watching Friends on the TV. And he was like, ah. dude, what the fuck? Um, why am I delivering your pizza for you? And you're just asleep watching Friends. And I said, oh, thank, thanks, man. And got up and started drunkenly eating the pizza which he paid for, and I never paid him back for it. Wow. He's a yeah. good guy. Shout out to your friend. No, he's, uh, he's dead to me, actually. Um, all right, next up is <laughs> Lucky Charms. <laughs> Just Magical Marshmallows Return for a Limited Time. These are bags of Lucky Charms marshmallows that you can just buy. Uh, uh, and You're fired. <laughs> no, this sucks. Why? The, the only... Cereal marshmallows are graded on a curve because cereal is so good but i think we can all agree that marshmallows just like it's not the best it's like the marshmallows are very low quality and they make your teeth at the same time there is a time and a place for them but i don't think that there's an equation where just those marshmallows all by themselves are good enough to work but dan you're missing the most important part of information they explain to us what the power of each marshmallow does in this article and that's oh my god Let's let's read them. Okay. All right. The Lucky's Lucky the Leprechaun. Lucky's eight iconic charms and their powers. This is the end of the article. What a weird note to end this on. Yeah. They don't explain it in any. Don't give it any context for it at all. Let's let's go back and forth. Let's um, toss them. All right. Let's get a rhythm. Here we go. We're practicing. Heart charm. This charm allows you to bring things to life. Including- Star charm. <laughs> oh, Star charm. This charm gives you the power to fly. <laughs> Horseshoe charm. This charm gives you the power to speed up time. Clover charm. This charm brings the power of good fortune. Blue moon charm. This charm is a delightful citrus wheat beer that's unfiltered. That was a blue moon joke. Anyway, blue moon charm. This charm gives gives the power of invisibility. Unicorn charm. This charm gives you the power to teleport. 
<laughs> Rainbow charm. This charm gives you the power to add color to your world. Red And the red balloon charm. This charm gives you the power to make things float. So the last two are kind of stupid fucking powers. I, I mean, all together with all of these powers, if this was real, you would be a god. So if you had to pick one, which one would you pick? So bringing things to life, no. There's too many alive things already. Yeah. Um, the power to fly is tempting. Let's see. Speed up time, no. Good fortune's pretty good. You could be like the lady from uh, Deadpool. Uh, power of invisibility, that's like uh, teleport. I'm going to go with teleport. I would like the unicorn charm. Mm. All right. Yeah, I think teleport is like is the one that that would allow me the most help. Because you could you, you could, get you're essentially getting the power that Hayden Christensen had Christensen had in Jumper. Yeah, but like you could you could get into any event that you wanted to just by getting in. You, you could, could get into a bank while it's closed and steal all the money. Yeah. And like if this is a if this is a very very you know, far teleport that I'm capable of, I can like go to Europe for an afternoon. Yeah, I'm thinking that we use, that we assume these are jumper rules where as long as you're looking at a place, you can just teleport there. Okay, so it's- And that be... includes, that includes looking at a photograph. Okay, okay. I haven't seen Jumper in a while. I remember being disappointed that there was no sequel because I kind of like that movie. I think it, yeah, I think it turned into a kind of a cult classic. I would choose the power- I know, um, to add color to your world. I would probably go good fortune and then just go like hang out at the casino all the time. Oh yeah, because that who needs to teleport when you're worth tons? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, I sent you this this week, but I'm really really excited, so I want to talk about it because Taco yeah. Bell is finally adding a menu item after the past year and a half where they just started <laughs> slashing slashing and burning their menu, and yeah. finally and getting play, something not, not only is new roulette. Yeah, they're not only as new, but um, looks good. It is the crispy chicken taco coming to Taco Bell on September 2nd, 2021. It is a buttermilk uh, chicken breast with a flatbread folded into a taco. You can get it in regular or spicy. And you guys got to look this up because it looks banging. I got to say, man, I, I am not as sold on this as you are. I mean, here's the thing. Taco Bell, I trust them. They're a brand that I trust in terms of me making poor decisions that I that don't feel poor in the moment. And I think that this fits the bill, but what I see here is an opportunity to pull that piece of chicken and those jalapenos and that sauce out of that bread and then just eat that chicken finger. Yeah. The bread itself doesn't do enough for me. Like, yeah, I'll fucking eat it. Um, or otherwise I'd get sauce on my hands. But uh, now, I and you bring up a good point too is that we've because we talked about the breakfast taco in the past and the the waffle that they wrapped that in was disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. Wait, what is so, this supposed to represent? A soft flatbread? Yeah. I get it. Flatbreads are like are like you know white people tacos, but it's just not, I don't know. But yeah, like it's exactly that. I'm not excited well, by it. I'm gonna try it. I am too. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm very excited to try it, even as I poo-poo it. Speaking of waffles, Krispy Kreme introduces donut waffles in Indonesia. So I don't want to talk about this too much because we can't have them. But is it that does just a look, donut that's been in a waffle iron? It looks. It is exactly a donut that has just been in a waffle iron. And, and Krispy Kreme sprinkles. 
Krispy Kreme with the ingenious, simple solution to what else can we make? Just take what you're already making and shove it into a waffle iron. And do you see what it is called? Yeah. It's called a donut waffle, a.k.a. Doffles. Doffles. <laughs> Let's hope they're not awful. <laughs> Doffles sounds like a malady that you get while at sea. You're like, oh, yeah. I've, got, I've got a bad case of the Doffles. Yar! What I and like judging by the way they dip these, it looks like so they dip like half of them into what looks like pretty crunchy looking chocolate, which is going to make a nice crisp. And then you have the soft Krispy Kreme waffle. And, oh my god, I we got to go to Indonesia. I gotta say, despite being like you know, kind of the fast food of donuts, only one step above like Dunkin', yeah, Krispy Kreme pretty typically does it right. They know yeah. their lane and they knock it out of the park every time. It's a simple donut, but it's a delicious one. I will trust you, their doffel. Indonesia, can, by and large, because we want them here in the States. You can get three of them for 36 rupees. So I don't know what that translates to, but all of our Indonesian listeners buy that because we want it in America. And if you just mail it to us, it is, uh, it's going to, I want it fresh and hot. Yeah. Girl Scouts, bringing a new cookie into the fold, and it looks oh, fucking good. Shit. It's 2021, baby. So actually, 2022 season, uh, it'll be there for. Um, Girl Scouts are adding a new brownie-inspired flavor called Adventurefuls to its popular cookie lineup for the <laughs> upcoming season. The new smooth and crispy cookie re- features a caramel-flavored cream with a hint of salt and drizzle. So imagine like it's very, very tiny, a, 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 a Samoa or Thin Mint-sized brownie bowl with uh, a, a layer of um, caramel in there. It looks fucking nice. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, I need to I find, would, I need to find the hookup. Milk. I'm going to dip you know I, some milk. You know what I found is that unless you have a hookup, like, so, like if you know somebody whose girl is selling Girl Scouts cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I, was more, I was more hung up on how you called them his girl. I know. Let's see. I got hung up on that too, and then made a very, very poor sentence choice by stopping at selling Girl Scouts and not saying Girl Scouts cookies. Um, anyway, big, let me start big over. Fans of human trafficking um, here. Yeah, no, we are not. No, we're not. No, we love no, the no. cookies, though. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I don't support so, child labor unless it's in the form of selling me cookies outside of the supermarket. Unless you know a Girl Scout who is selling cookies, and that's the sentence I tried to avoid because that too yeah. sounds weird. No, I'm gonna go with that. Fine. I'm gonna go with that though. Unless you know a Girl Scout who's selling cookies, the the new stuff, like you gotta wait a year because it sells yeah. out. If you just go to the grocery store, you're not gonna get one. Last year, one of the local troops bought out like a park, or not bought out, just had access to like a school park. And I was able to go online and pre-order cookies and then go to this pickup spot. And it was it was a lot like buying drugs. And you, yeah, I was able to order online and then just go pick it up. And so I got all of the first run cookies last year pretty hassle-free. You should yeah. check to see if that happens around. Well, Jordan, actually, I bet it does. The, and the pandemic did help out a little bit, I hate to say, but um, because they weren't able to sell them in person at grocery stores and parks and things like that because of the pandemic so you like there was a whole online feature that they rolled out just for last year that i'm assuming they're going to keep going for the rest of girl scout time now that that's built yeah yeah why get rid of this looks great 
that looks really really good i'm gonna i'm actually gonna take that one and depending on the texture if it's a crunchy cookie then i'm just gonna dip it right in milk as is if it's a soft cookie i might zap it in the microwave for like eight seconds and then stick a fork in it and dunk it in the coffee until it's lukewarm or not coffee the texture uh, the texture of the photo looks like it's a a soft cookie looks like a softy um uh, the next three the next three we can just roll through. Keebler's welcoming yeah. back. Pumpkin spice fudge stripes, which look good. I'll probably that have them on the show good. at some point. I'll eat a sleep. Um, Burger King awesome launches a new Whoa. Guinness stacker in South Korea. <laughs> Apparently, uh, South Korea fucking loves Guinness because this Guinness burger has been a thing for a while. And since everybody loves it so much, they're stacking three of them onto one burger. Um, but this, look this up. Holy shit. It looks like a monstrosity. And so uh, it, has sound- a, it has a, sorry, BB's yelling. Yeah, it's a, well, then I'll read it, guys. So Burger King is celebrating the sale of 10 million Guinness Whoppers with the introduction of the Guinness, okay, blah, 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 South Korea. The Guinness Stacker features three quarter pound flame grilled beef patties layered with three slices of cheese, Guinness Irish Stout infused stacker sauce, <laughs> oh baby, sliced tomatoes, onions, lettuce, and mayo on a stout infused sesame seed bun. That is jet black. <laughs> and if anybody remembers the, um, like the Darth Vader burger, it's the same exact bun. Yeah. Although wasn't one of theirs a black bun because it was squid ink infused? Yeah, that was, was the, that, that was a thing? Halloween burger. Yeah. Uh, so this was just stout. I, yeah. Just looking at that bun, I'm like, ah, it's probably got squid ink. I don't know. I don't know how it's done over there. And boom, I won't eat but it. But just the idea of a an, an Irish beer mixed with an american fast food chain very popular in south korea you know we can get world peace eventually we just got to keep bringing countries together in this way that's actually kind of a valid point like there is some maybe there oh god maybe there is some sort of a of a branch that all countries can connect on via mcdonald's and burger king and such yeah i mean that's the easiest way to to you know infiltrate (laughs) peace into these countries <laughs> <laughs> are we doing a globalization pocket yeah do, do you remember the episode of the drew carey show where mimi somehow arranged for i've never drew seen a get... single episode of the drew carey show okay so mimi arranges for drew to somehow get drugged and transported to the great wall of china it got to that point but he just wakes up one day in the great wall of china but he's able to get home because he makes his way to a mcdonald's and gets the McDonald's in China to call the embassy for him. And they give him a free burger as well because he sings the, the Big Mac song. It was- uh, I'm only, I'm, I only feel like half the words in that, in that sentence. Yeah, well, there you go. And uh, so the point is, I think we can create world peace through the globalization of McDonald's as evidenced by Drew Carey. Um, all right, last that's thing- all, That's all I'm up. trying to say. The Cheesecake Factory adds new skinny, licious, crispy <laughs> chicken sandwich. That headline is insane. The Cheesecake the Factory, cheese- known known for its giant portions and its ex, its its extensive menu, and adds its new to pump out cheese cheesecakes because yeah. that this restaurant is adding a new skinny, licious. I'm assuming that's the brand, crispy chicken sandwich. Um, so. This, and I had to, I put this in here because of how fucking ridiculous this is. Because Dan, you can see this, um, but 
So uh, the the yeah. the brand's skinny licious line features a selection of menu items, all 590 calories or less. The reason that this crispy chicken sandwich is 590 cal- 590 calories or less, you can see it's served with a side salad. It's because that they essentially are serving you one crispy chicken slider, and a and a side salad. And it's probably like it's like 15 bucks. Yeah, it's probably like, yeah, $15.99. Yeah, that looks... Because the thing is, when I look at that, I go, okay, that's a small portion, but that does not look fucking healthy. No. It is it's, a fried chicken breast on a, on a bun with, like, regular fried chicken sandwich fixings, like onions, pickles, looks like mayo. And because it's so small, it's skinny-licious. It's just like, oh, man, that, that was my best six-mile time ever. Oh, yeah. man, what can I do to recover? You know what? Let's head on down to the Cheesecake Factory. Wait a minute. Isn't Cheesecake Factory a little on the heavy side? Yeah, but they got a great chicken sandwich. Aren't crispy chicken sandwiches a little on the heavy side? No, it's the skinny licious. This is menu. skinny licious. This is skinny licious. This is something different. Hello, welcome to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Would you like something that's a little bit light? It'll still stick to the ribs, I promise. It's called the skinny delicious crispy. What if they did? What if they did? If they did, have, if they did have skinny delicious ribs, but they couldn't call them ribs because just one is a skinny delicious rib. <laughs> How much for one rib? Yeah. You ever see that? Um, I'm gonna get you sucker. Great movie. No, I have not seen that. And what is um, this? But yeah, that's that's food news. That was just <laughs> that. That was just the. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that was a boring one. Why would you isolate some, an article on so some of the rice? some of the chains on this website I'm not familiar with? I don't know what Rubio's Coastal Grill is and why I care about their new cauliflower rice. Yeah, I mean, cauliflower rice is huge. And I'll tell you what, I uh, when I when I'm looking to lighten up on the carbs, you can make a pretty decent mac and cheese out of uh, out of crushed cauliflower. I saw a really good meme on the internet that was like, "Did cauliflower ask you all this said. shit?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Cauliflower looks like fucking brains, and then we turn it into everything. Yeah, but anyway, that's what I got for food news. Why don't you do your plugs? Because we are past time now. All right, I am at Dan Scully on all the things. You can check out my website, scullyvision.com. You can check out moviejohn.com, findy.com. And uh, my other show, I Like to Movie Movie, is at Movie Movie Cast on all of the things. Come listen to me prattle on about mooblies. Uh, follow my dog at BB Enters for the Corgi. And follow, follow me on Sky Captain, S K Y E Captain on Instagram, I guess. I don't really care um either oh, way okay well so defeatist okay let's have nothing going here. on except for sad, work and this note. yeah well this is pretty big I... well and dan's frozen so i guess i'll have to close out the podcast so hard work oh, like that he's Real? coming back oh nice classy okay is your camera frozen right. there you technical, are i see you technical difficult to hear at the end do you see me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, that's been hot property, and as always, okay, it's, it's got to be it's good. Got to be clean, it's and it's got to, got be, to tied. be tied. What? No, let's do it right. That's been hot property, and as okay, always, I was just doing it's it's got, got to be, be good. good. And it's it's got to be live. Good.